is yours. All right, everybody. Welcome to Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. Uh, post it. Uh, I'm sorry. Post Road America. Post Road America edition. Get you ready for Hot Lana. Uh, my DVR worked really well this time. I didn't need it, but uh, let's. What do you think? Congratulations, Reddick. Yes. Uh, we I, knew we that knew was, was going to happen. Yeah, we. I thought it was going to happen sooner, but he was in a rut. And congrats! But I think it's I think it's more interesting that three road three road races, three first time winners, three different winners. Yeah. So I think that's the more interesting aspect. Usually, road races are you know won by the aficionados like the Chase Elliotts and Kyle Larsons and Truexes, and now it's three different road courses and three different winners and. Congratulations, Reddick. You but you better get going because you're gonna get left in the dust if you go in a rut going into the chase. So you better get going. Well, and and I don't disagree with you on that. However, we've talked before that he's he's been up there. He's been close. He's absolutely. You know he. This wasn't a surprise. No, not at well. all. It wasn't. Holy shit, Corey LaJoy won. Like it, it was we knew this was coming. <laughs> you know, we we no. we expected this coming in like I expect a Kevin Harvick to sneak one in there before the end's over too. He better hurry up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Yep. He, he just got uh knocked out. His ass booted out yep. uh with this win, but No, I it was a good race. Um, I, like I said, it was just an average road course. where It really wasn't exciting. It really wasn't much going on. But like I said, congrats, Reddick. That's how I feel. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. And I won't disagree with that. I, I mean, I don't know what I want to say as far as how it could have been better. They raced hard. They raced good. Uh, we didn't have to deal with weather. and. Like you said, congratulations to Tyler Reddick. We've we've been waiting for this all year long. We've been saying that he's one of those that's going to get one. Now we'll see how he performs in the the 16. I think there's, we'll we'll get to this later, but I think there's only three spots left for winners guaranteed in. But um, anyway, uh, top 10 or 16 here. We got Tyler Reddick, Chase Elliott, Larson, Chastain, Suarez, Busher. Before which, you continue, I thought it was interesting. The top five are Chevys. Yeah. And then it was Ford, 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 Chevy, Chevy, Ford, Ford, Chevy. The first Toyota is 13th. I thought that was interesting that Chevy and Ford pretty much dominated, but you can continue. Uh, Cindric, McDowell, Almondinger, Harvick got a top 10. <laughs> Didn't help. Wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Blaney. Bowman, Truex, Briscoe, Custer, Byron. Hamlin was 17th. And our our Bubba Watch, 35th. Yeah, we brakes. He had a bad day. I think he got spun twice, and then his brakes went out. And, there, and it was funny, too, because I don't know if you how much you watch the pre-race or whatnot, and... They're talking about he's got his confidence back and he's to keep it up and blah 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 and so he fired his pit crew. I was like, what just happened? And what happened? Uh all right. Um <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll do the uh chase standings and then we'll do the uh you're cracking my ass up. <laughs> uh, all right, Chase standings and then the overall standings. Chase Elliott's still in front for the chase with two wins. So is Chastain, Logano, Byron, Hamlin. With one win is Larson, Kyle Bush, Bowman, Reddick, Sindrick, and Kurt Bush, Briscoe, and Suarez. Blaney, Truex, and Bell are in on points right now. Harvick dropped out, and 
He had a nine. What, what was it? A nine point cushion going in. Yep. I believe, and now he's twenty out. Uh, Amarillo Jones and Dylan is in twentieth. I I firmly believe right now with I think it's eight, maybe nine races to go, eight races to go before the chase. You got to have a win, and you better have two just to make sure. Um. I, I firmly believe that Blaney's going to get in. I still think that Harvick's going to get in. I, I think he's going to snag a win somewhere. We have uh, eight races to go. Eight win. Yeah, eight races to go. We have Atlanta, New Hampshire, Pocono, Indianapolis Road Course, and then Michigan, then Richmond, then Watkins Glen, then Daytona. So... I don't, I don't know. I can say with this new car, I don't know. I can't say up, oh, but you know, Harvick because he should have done it by now. But it, you better get going. That's all I can say. Him, him, Blaney, and Truex. Well, I'm going to give you a little preview of my pick for next week, Harvick. In New Hampshire? No, they're in Atlanta next week. This week, yeah, this weekend. Where he got his first win, he'll he'll do it again. I think. Yeah, like I said, he's heating up. He he is. He's on the cusp, and he's finally figuring something out. I don't know if it, he's getting more uh, seat time in the virtual thing, or he's learning through teammates, or he's studying data and he's going back to school. I don't know, but he's actually getting consistent finishes, which we all know leads to wins. So. We'll see how he gets Well, and that's there. what we said about Reddick. He yeah. was consistent. He and was Ross. up there. And, and, and Harvick is coming back up. Um, like you said, hopefully he's figuring something out here. Um, I, I still think he's going to get in on wins. We'll see. Like I said, we got eight races and three open slots. And then it goes to multiple wins. Yeah. And then obviously by the time we get to the chase after uh, Daytona, yeah. we're going to have the conversation right about now, who- Right now, Harvick is out by 20. If it ended today, Harvick is out yeah. by 20 points. Almarola is out by 47. Eric Jones out by 85. And then Austin Dillon out by 94. And right now, who's good right now by Points only is Christopher Christopher Bell by twenty, Truex by sixty one, and Blaney by one hundred and twelve. So I would say Blaney's good if it has to come to points, but he better win too because you don't know what's going to happen, especially with there's at least three or four wild card races. I would say coming up that any one of them can win. Road courses right now are wild card races, and then we got Daytona and then Atlanta right here because Atlanta is a completely different racetrack. I would put Austin down for Daytona. I, yeah, I would too. Even Bubba. Hate to say it. Hate to say it. I don't want to. <laughs> but he he has he's he's the Michael Depends Waltrip. Depends on who wants to play with him or not. Which pit, which simple. pit crew does he want to take next? Yeah. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> and then we got um, the real standings for right now. Of course, Chase Elliott is in the lead, not only on points, but he's got two wins. You got Blaney, who is in second with no wins. Uh, Chastain with two wins. Larson with one. Logano with two. Kyle Bush with one, Truex with no wins, Bell with no wins, Bowman with one, William Byron with, I mean, he's like hero or zero. He's got two wins. Yeah. uh, He was really hot in the beginning of this year, and then after that, he really hasn't. Same thing with Bowman. He was hot in the beginning, and then just fizzled out. Yep. Harvick's in... 
He's not in 11th. He's in, ele- he's, in, he's in 11th by points. Okay, right now. But, I, okay, yeah, we were looking at uh, yeah, he's playoff. In, he's in, yeah, he's in Amarola 11th. is 12th. Tyler Reddick is 13th with a win. Austin Sindrick is 14th with a win. And all the next three, uh, Kurt Busch, Chase Briscoe, and Daniel Suarez. Here, I bu- oh, and then you got Denny Hamlin in 20th with two <laughs> wins, but he, he's yeah. in. So... Right now, they better watch out with Ryan Blaney or Truex wins because that'll shoot them literally to the top almost of the chase because they have five stage wins. Yeah. Each. So if one of them, that's going to put them literally in the top three of the actual chase if they win the race because they have so many stage wins. Better watch out. I think Truex is on the he's right there also, and so is Blaney. It's just he just can't finish it out. Uh, so I, I I literally expect Blaney to win, Truex to win, Harvick to win. Like I said, Daytona is a Dylan. It could be even Eric Jones. It could be even Bubba, I hate to say it. Uh, I don't know. I don't I did even Michael McDowell. He could win Daytona. He's really good at plate races. And he's, he's already done that one. Yeah, and he's really consistent this year. He is probably... Oh, he, he's probably, amazing. He's probably the top five consistent driver that no one's talking about. He's been really good. No doubt about that. All right. Um, let's move on to the Fantasy League because I was really pissed off about this this week. I put all five of my drivers in the top ten, nailed all four of the challenges, and still only beat you by one point. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Our picks were not well. We had a I I on road courses. I I know you did too. You put Joey Hand. You probably you picked a couple. I put him in the garage. Yeah, but I know you picked him just for you know what in if case. Um, to me, I had Chase, Austin Sindrick, Michael McDowell, like I said, he's very good. Chase Briscoe kind of screwed me, but he didn't. And then Daniel Suarez. And I had Almendinger, who finished better than Briscoe, but Briscoe had stage win, which gave me more points anyway. So, and like I said, did well, I, 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 got, I, got, I got all the picks too, right? I don't, I, I had Elliot, Suarez, Sindrick, Larson, McDowell, all in the top 10. I nailed all four of the challenges, and I'm like, I, na- I, I yeah, me and you the last two weeks all picked the same for the challenges. Heads up, but we picked you the are same. Still in the lead with thirty-two thirty. I'm a hundred and twenty-four behind you. Frank is making a little bit of noise. Well, he's making picks. He's at twenty-five oh three. Um. Hopefully he's picking again because I know he was really busy and couldn't. Yeah. Um, he had a one. No, he had a one fifty. Maybe he didn't. Lunar had a one sixty four. I'm up to twenty five thousand so, in the world rankings or whatever. Um, that guy that we always talked about, he's dropped quite a bit. Twenty five. I'm at forty three. The thing is, though, the number one guy is thirty six ninety, and I'm at thirty two thirty. So I'm not. Far behind, like literally, you know, one, two, good, three races, you know. But these guys probably do the same thing we are. They're picking all the hot guys. They, you know, they sprinkled some bad ones out, but they've all picked the main guys throughout. So it'll be interesting coming into the chase where everybody's standing. Well, you know, and these guys that are scoring hot, either they're getting very damn lucky or they're going to run out of picks here pretty quick. Yep. Uh, and I've sprinkled it out, and like I said, we, or we have talked about, we've got eight to go, so I'm, I'm saving my power team for basically the last five races of the chase is what I'm trying to do. So, but it just, I couldn't believe it. The race got done, and I went out, man, I killed it. <laughs> I killed it. I got all five. I nailed all four of the chat. Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> One point? What the hell? So, but good job, dude. That was a good job. Um, I don't, like I said, we'll see what happens. But I was like, 212, whoo! 
to 11. <laughs> Shit. Yep. And the thing, uh, and the thing is, who, who, I almost picked, oh, I almost took, um, Busher too. I had Busher originally in my lineup and I took him out for, uh, Briscoe. I was actually going to put him in the garage. I had Busher and I almost took uh, him. So if, that, if I would have taken him, I would have been, Chris Busher finished the sixth. Re- I would have been good. Yeah, the reason I didn't is because he was getting so much publicity all week long because of Sonoma. And I'm like, okay, um, you know what? They're going to jinx him. Jinxed. Yeah. Yep. So. All right, uh, just final thoughts on Road America. It it wasn't a bad race. It wasn't an awesome race. Uh, congratulations to Tyler Riddick. That was great. We, we've been calling this all year that sooner or later he was going to get one. I really didn't think it'd come on a road course. No. But he, he did a wonderful job. He... Uh, I don't know whether he saved or whether Chase didn't. Chase, but I'll tell you Chase, that, that move he put on Chase to to take the lead. Well, what, the 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 race they both had prior to the last pit stop and then after was really good because if you if you watched I don't know the race Chase literally on pit road went right in front of him, you know, and tried to block him to get out. But I don't. I just think Chase in the very beginning of the race said his steering was messed up. I don't know. How, yeah, it, from the beginning, it never I seemed to do so, go into anything. Yeah, so I don't know if that had it got worse through the end of the race, or he, his tires when they did the pit stop wasn't what he needed, but it, it was fine. He finished second. You know, Reddick won. Reddick, good, uh, great. You know, and I, I we knew it was coming, but not at a road course. Wasn't expecting that. Now Grandpa's looking at Austin, saying, "Come on, boy, let's go." Well, well, he, you know, mentioned that. Um, RCO. I swear, he, he, they made a statement about Austin. Too, I gotta find it. I had to. I don't know exactly where it was. They're saying, you know, they're always there. They finish second. The blah blah blah. It, you know, their kind. Their time's coming. He's pretty much just saying, it's you know. He's got the finishes. He's been second. He's been top fives. He's been third. And he's just got it. You know, he's, I forgot where it was, but I saw it. And he said it's on the way. You know, Childress believes in his grandson. And we'll see. But, you know, and I'm not trying, because I like Austin. I, do. I really do. I, I, but he's kind of, uh, um, and I don't even want to, but he is. He's kind of a Michael Waltrip light. Restrictor plate, big track. You know, he won Indy. Um, most of his wins have come on restrictor plates. There's no short tracks. There's no... Uh, but I think his average finish this year is higher than his past years. And I think that's the... Is it? I think that, it, I think it's like I said, I don't want to knock him too bad because I know he's trying and all that, but he just... It seems like when it comes down to using more driver talent versus drivability of a track where the talent isn't, you know, in other words, hold it to the floor and drive your ass off, uh, he's better at those tracks. I I could be wrong on that, and I, I'd like to see him win a couple of short tracks, a road course couple of intermediates but it just seems like every place he's won has been a huge you know i said uh i don't know i was trying to find an average uh he has three top fives six top tens where this year? Yeah. That's not wins. No, but he also has five DNFs. There you go. How many of those were wrecks? I don't know. This is just standing speed. But like I said, three top fives is honestly not bad. No. 
it's not going to get you in the chase. Uh, but Tyler Reddick's got five top, five top fives and seven top ten. Pretty enough. But no, it won't. It will not get you in the chase. It, this isn't, this year is going to be the, I think, the first year where it's you have to win or you're done. You're not going to point. I agree. There's no way in the next eight races it's going to be all multiple, you know, second or third, fourth time winner. There's, there's going to be a two or three that sneak in the first time for the year. First time winner. All right. Um, let's cover one last statistical thing, and then we can go into our discussions. Uh, you said Chase for the win. He got second. I said Bell. And I don't have it up in front of me, so I'm not sure exactly where he finished, but he wasn't bad. Christopher Bell, Frank 18th. Had... He finished 18th. Bell, 18th. Okay. McDowell for Frank, and he was in the top Eighth. 10. I know that. Eighth. You said Custer for the Dark Horse. 15th. I had Keselowski. 33rd. That boy. Boom! I nailed it. Bad boy. And Frank took Joey Hand. He he was up there for a little bit, but he finished 21st. I win that. <laughs> um, On Bubba, you and I both said he wouldn't finish, <laughs> which he actually, I don't know. No, he said he, it said he, no he said he breaks. He was, did not finish. Out breaks. It, it, Frank said he was going to be in the top 20. That didn't happen. Denny, we both said would finish, yeah. and he did. And Frank said he was going to be in the top twenty. I'm, I'm. What was he? Eighteenth. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. Okay. All right, we've covered all that, and I want to take just a second. Join us in the league. You want to put in your picks like we do, because we do the winner, the dark horse, and we're on Bubba and Denny watch because. Bubba's got no talent, and Denny's distracted, so we're just watching all that. So, unless you got something to add, I'm done with Road America. Yeah, yeah, I want to do my little spiel real quick. Go ahead. Um, Before we go into the news, uh, if anybody's listening, um, my name's Brian, the other person's Dave, my dad, we, uh, shit, he's got me in the NASCAR pretty much ever since I was baby um pretty much on and off through my whole life so we even decided this past year to start a podcast just because why not we have fun we're laughing we enjoy talking <laughs> to each other um so what we want to do is make a podcast so and we started out on youtube um it's youtube.com slash burn it down podcast search it there you can watch you can watch it physically that way, or if you want to listen to it audio on your phone, uh, that's most people are watching or listening that way is via your phone. You can download or go to any one of these sites, rss.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. All you have to do is search in the search bar or under the podcast section is Burn It Down Podcast or Burn It Down Burn It Down NASCAR podcast, and we'll pop up. I've looked it up. They're there. It's not hard to find. I think we got like 20 views on the YouTube videos, which is steadily becoming the average, which is good you know, for starting out. And I think we got like another 20 or 25 listens on the audio side, which is good. I think we gained some followers. So I'm I'm happy with growth, and I'm, I'm just happy it's going. So want to do well, that? the main thing is we're not looking to make money. We're just looking to yeah. have fun. and And... Again, want to reiterate, this is just a father and son team, and we've got a third guy. Uh, there's other issues that we're not going to go into. Nothing illegal. Just <laughs> when he gets his world straightened out, he will be joining us every week as well. Another knowledgeable uh, NASCAR fan. So, you know, we're carrying on, and, and again, we look forward to Frank joining us on a weekly basis. Uh, we miss him, but it is what it is, and Brian and I are just, but again, I just want everyone to understand, we just, we love the sport, even though we knock it around quite a bit, but we're just a father-son duo that are trying to get together at least once a week and have a conversation about something we both love. 
we don't talk about this in between the week either. This no, is this is it, literally dude. all off off the cuff. We don't talk about you know this topic, this topic, this topic. So um, we may text each other during the race, like, did you see that shit? Yeah, <laughs> you know. But as far as show prep, there is zero, <laughs> zero. Nope. If anything, I tell them, like, hey, I don't have anything for this show. Hope you have the research, and we'll just go that way. But <laughs> no, um. There's, so we're pretty much off the cuff. It's 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 more natural that way instead of having a we have a structure of we have the show, but we don't have topics of you know this week was Bubba's shit. So no, we just talk yeah. whatever comes to our heads. So and and I want to give a lot of kudos to you because I know you've done a lot of work um getting this up on all the pla- different platforms and and promoting it and it's it's awesome and again we, we don't care we don't, we're not here to make money we're here to have fun and um we want to encourage anybody and everybody to interact with us however you want to do that through the email the youtube any of the platforms that brian mentioned um talk to us you got a bitch with something that we say we'll might maybe put you on here and have a debate um because i've got a big one coming up here in just a little bit that i hope i get a few people fired up about but but i now i literally just searched burn it down podcast on google bam pops up boom it's not hard pops up on everything so easy easy pieces to find all right Let's move on to news and views Hold of on. the day. Actually, before we go, Pass Road America, Noah Gregson. I was going to save that shit. Oh, it's Road America, just, though. If you want to save it, we can. I want to save that because okay. I've got a big okay. deal I want. Okay, we can save it. I just saying it's Road American. You're just going on past it, but all right, we can do that. It's fine. We'll go on past all this, right, and then we'll right. get we'll get back to okay, it right. because it, it's not just about Road America. What I have to say about this encompasses a bunch of crap. All right. So, um, on the Bubba thing, did you feel like Joey Logano kind of took him out? Joey? No. Yes. I didn't. I didn't think so. I did. I kind of thought he gave him the chrome horn. Uh, started his day bad. I when, didn't, when I he, didn't feel when that he way, spun but... him around the first time when those two got together. Didn't he come on the radio I, and say he said that was his fault? My, my bad. I think Joey came on the radio and said something like that. Oh yeah, because he didn't want to find. Oh okay, I I, <laughs> I didn't see saying. it that way, but all right, no. I think I I'm just saying I and that started Bubba's bad day. Um, Bubba wakes up and just starts his bad day. <laughs> All right. And then let's just wrap up the Bubba crap. Um, we know he ran out of talent at the end, but he also ran out of breaks or whatever. Okay. But what that's I right also out of talent. You gotta, that's part of being a NASCAR driver is learning how to preserve your brakes. Everyone has the same brakes as you. Because you run them harder because you're trying to run faster? No, that's on you. That's out of talent. And then, again, I I really want to do this, but I want to get off of him and move on to other things. He gets, what, about two or three of Christopher Bell's pit crew? I have the article up here. Uh... And I'm like, are you kidding me? You can't fix stupid. And, And you can't create talent. And even though he has had a lot of problems on pit road. It says Wallace's front tire carrier is off to Bell's team. Additionally, uh, they swap. The other guy swaps to the 20 roster. And I think there's at least two, if not three guys that they're swapping from. Because uh, Joe Gibbs Racing provides yes. the talent on pit road for 2311. All of them. And he's getting new. Now, let's see. This, I mean, I'm not going to make any 
big predictions, but um, I, I will go to the point of there's been a lot of problems on pit road. Yes. Um, and okay. Wallace's former front changer, Jackson Gibbs and tire carrier, Nick beneath head to bell's car from the 23, 23, the number 23, 23, 11 racing team. Additionally, AJ Rosini joins the number 20 team roster as a rear changer in place of Daniel Olzowski. Mm-hmm. Joe Gibbs Racing provides pit crews for all of uh, 2311's entries driven by Wallace and Kurt Busch. Uh, And this is from, I want to give proper, this is from NASCAR.com, so I want to make sure I reference it correctly. Uh, The move comes after... Wallace was left furious by pit road mistakes that set the 23 team back at Nashville. Issues that become have become trends over the season's first 18 weeks. I can't argue with that. What I can argue with is the talent behind the wheel. No, here's how I would go back at it is when this fool runs into a wall, should his pit crew get mad at him? It's the same thing. Agreed. Agreed. I don't get me wrong. I, I, I the crew has had some issues on pit. Pit crew has, but you don't see them saying, you know, swearing them out over the radio, and you don't say. I'm sure they're like, you know, God, you know, they're sorry. They're you know, crappy crash, and it's not vice versa. Now he's pointing fingers at. Yes, there has been issues, but come on. Okay, so bottom line on this, Bubba got what he want. Now, put up or shut the F up. He's going to say it wasn't enough. He's going to want a tire changer, and he's going to want a new fuel guy. You know what I'm saying? He's going to want a whole new crew. I don't know. Yes, he got what he want. Will it be enough? No. Probably not. Not, not to compensate for the... <laughs> All right. I got to stop because I, I'm telling you right now, I got a lot on that. But um, let's move over to his partner in crime and team owner and boss, Tenny, Denny Hamlin. More pit road penalties than anybody. 26. 26 this year alone. Now, I didn't do the breakdown on how many were actually driver errors versus pit crew errors, uh, you know, be it loose tires, uh, whatever. But if there's 26, it's I would almost, say a fair majority. It's almost like 1.5 a race or 1.4. I saw the stat. 1.4 a race is what it came down to. I'm... He's only lost the one tire that I'm aware of. So the rest of it's got to be missing pit row or pit box speeding outside. You know what I'm saying? One, one, um, the, the reason why it kind of came up because 24 leading his race and it was his fault is when you're driving out of your pit box, you have two, you can only drive three. You have three boxes to drive through, through. And, he, and he ran through his right front tire was in one of the ones and he got caught with the it. fourth. Yeah, he got. Yeah. And they're in he hit the fourth. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's probably it's obviously not all him like you, a tire or the crew can be over the crew too long or you know, too equi- many on too many I, on I, equipment lines being left on tires. I'm assuming they probably, you know, count tires being loose as a pit road. But yeah, um, it'd be kind of interesting to see the list. <laughs> yeah, I, I should probably look for that because uh, I want to talk about it. But that's amazing. I mean, we've we've still. I mean, this is eighteen races, and he's been penalized more than anybody else. So, um, I I want to uh, toss another little subject out there that we can chew around before I get to my uh, itch of the week. What do you think about stage racing and where it's at? Are you pro? Are you not? 
I don't mind it. I do and I don't. I understand the old school. They want to race and, and when a caution is, what's the definition of a yellow flag? A caution on the racetrack. I understand that. But I like the stage racing because it, if a boring race is going all 400 laps, it's boring. Now stages break that up to where, yes, they have to race for those points or there's a different strategy breaking into it. So I can see both ways. Obviously, watch both ways. So I don't really don't have a preference, but I can understand. Remember back in the day, I think Jeff Burton, you know, won a race by reading all whatever amount of laps. I forgot what it was because he just stunk. Yeah, stunk up the uh, stunk it up. It was boring because of it. And I think there was a Talladega race that went caution free, and I don't know who won it, and and then that changed everything up. But I I understand why they added stage races to make it more interesting and fun and. Or interesting. But yeah, more. but you need a damn degree at a college to to understand anything anymore. Yeah. Um. Again, I know things change, and I get all that. But my point is, without stage racing, the the team strategize for those guaranteed first two cautions. Yes. If what if you didn't have that? Okay, we know we're gonna pit at forty-five, and we're gonna pit at ninety-five, and but they had to manage those tires and their fuel, like in the old days. Uh, and you know, somebody comes in on forty-three versus forty-five, you drag the whole field. I. You know, I I just got to thinking about that this weekend watching this race. I don't know why a road course tricked it into my my because head. they were pitting before the stage to get out first at the restart after the stage instead of getting stages stage points at the end. So it was about I understand where you're coming from because they did. That's why Chase Briscoe won a won a stage because he stayed out when Chase uh, Elliott pitted. So I understand where how probably that thought process came in. It's just I I don't I don't like it. I I like them pushing their equipment, whether it's tires, whether it's gas, to the point. I I love the old days, and Chad Knaus was a master at, at say road courses, where you run it from the end back to the beginning. Okay, I've got. You know, X amount of times that I know that I'm going to have to pit. And instead of saying, okay, I've got to pit on, you know, lap 30, lap 60, lap 90. Oh, now I've only got another 15. So now we go back and maybe we'll we'll pit on lap 15 when everybody else pits on lap 30. And then we'll be off sequence and we'll, you know, when they, and hopefully catch, I, I guess, I don't know. I just got to thinking about that this weekend, watching this race and, and uh, applied it to the other races. I, I guess the best way that I, I kind of thought about it was there were taking more tools away or more, not. I don't want to say tools. They were, they were, they're taking more strategy away. Um, More creative ideas because now everybody's on the same page. Either you're going for stage points or you're going for the win at the end of the race. Where before you were always going for the end, the win at the end of the race versus worrying about these rate uh, stage points and, playoff points and like i said you need a calculus degree to to understand it most of the time which is why i don't even try i just wait until we're done okay there it is and i trust them on it but i you know we've been doing the stage racing now for you know more than a handful of years and i'm just beginning to think that it's not all that it was originally cracked up to be 
and I, I, I could have my mind changed on this. I just, I remember the days when it was balls to the wall all the time, outguess your competitors as to when to pit and get the fresh tires. Or like I said, Chad Canals was the one that came up with run it from the back to the front versus front to the back type of strategy. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm almost done as far as I don't like, I can't, I, I, I think it's the stage racing over time has taken a lot away from the strategy. Of, and, and it's not just road courses. It's all of them. Because they all know at lap X and lap double X, there's caution. So we play the game to get to that lap. Then we play the game to get to that lap. And so there's no cunning in there. You know what I'm saying? As far as somebody thinking outside of the box to try and do something different than what the rest of the crowd is doing. And I, I can remember back in the days when we used to go to Michigan, uh, watching guys, you know, whether it was Mark Martin or Dale Jarrett or Rusty Wallace or any of those guys, and they would do something weird and we'd be dialing up the scanner. It's like, what are they, what's going on? Is, is something wrong? Oh no, this, and you listen and they're like, okay, we're doing this on purpose because we want to get off sequence to throw everybody else off. And I guess maybe I had a little bit of nostalgia and I just kind of thought about that. This is like, this is too structured. That's my point. I guess I, that's probably the best way to say it. This is too structured. Everybody knows what everybody else is going to do. And there's no mystique and, you know, somebody watches one of those cars, drivers, teams dive in. They don't even wonder anymore whether there's a, an issue. It's like, oh, they're trying something different. And I don't know. I just. The more stage racing goes on the more I'm like, I'm over this. I, as I'm, you're talking, I can, there's a problem when a stage lasts your whole tires and your whole gas. You can just stay out there racing the whole time. There's no strategy. You're just staying out until, unless you want to pit early and then forget about the stage points and coming out, you know, beforehand. I don't think a stage should last your whole tires. You should have to pit, pit, be able to make it to the end of the stage where you have to have strategy. That could be a way. Get rid of two stages, just do a, not a halfway point, make an offset. I don't know. There might be, that might be a different way to think of it if they want to keep stages. It's it mainly how a stage is in their eyes. You're re-racking the field for a potential of excitement how they feel or how they present it. So what's the matter with the product that they feel like they have to do that? It's too boring. Too boring. Is the, <laughs> in their eyes, while well, the ratings are down, because that's why they did this. They wanted to restructure it. Don't get me wrong, the ratings aren't that much better than when that was happening, I guess, but this is this is their ideas to make it more entertaining to the viewer instead of but doesn't it make it more predictable for the first two stages pretty much that's why the last stage or the final stage is more unpredictable for one it's longer so they have to pit before the end of the stage or before the end of the race so strategy has to come involved or different types so I, I feel I feel the stages being in what they are, that a whole fuel cell and your tires can last the whole stage. You don't have to pick. You don't have to have a strategy. You know, uh, I, I, feel, I feel like they need to stretch it to where your tires and your fuel can't 
last that whole stage where you have to have strategy to be able to make it instead of, I don't know, there might be a different way to have just one stage. I don't, don't do halfway point because that's just kind of weird. You'd have to make it offset so where it's not the same strategy for both, both sides, both halves or whatever. Yeah, I, but you know me, I'm the king of why fix something that's not broke, so. Their eyes, it was broke because their ratings were down. (laughs) Well, there's other reasons for that, and we're not going to go into that right now. Um, all right, uh, I know we're getting close (laughs) to the limit here, not limit, but what we want to do. Noah Gregson, I've got a huge, huge problem with this. Uh, We had a one-off racer that was there for nothing but the trophy and the check, being Sage Cat Karam, whatever. He was roughing... It, it, for anybody that doesn't know, this is not the, the cup race. This was the Xfinity race. Yeah. And the guy was acting like Brad Keselowski at Daytona. He was running people over. He was rattling their cages. Uh, again, and, and I don't blame him. He's there for one reason only, and that's the money and, and the hardware if he could get it. So I get that. Well, one guy that's running for the championship says, you ain't doing that shit to me, and took him out. Unfortunately, it took out a lot of other people. That's the bad part of it. My big bugaboo about this is that I don't blame Noah Gregson for doing what he did at all. And he came through it on the other end. I'm not sure, but I believe he did get a top 10. Not that it matters. They took everything away from him. Uh, Find him 30 points, uh, $35,000. This, in my opinion, and there is, I am going to be writing a blog that I will be not posting to the other place. I will be posting it on Burn It Down because this is how passionate I feel about this. Where's Denny Hamlin's fine? I thought that today Denny Hamlin pretty much did the same thing, but he didn't wreck a field. But he he was harassing Where's Joey Ross. Logano's fine? Well, and, you know, same. Where is NASCAR's consistency? Because if Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano were treated the same way that Noah Gregson just got treated, I can almost promise you that Noah Gregson wouldn't have done what he did. Mm -hmm. But he watched Hamlin and Logano be very aggressive and literally I mean, there's there's different circumstances, and I know I'm using Hamlin and Logano as examples, and each one of those situations was different. Well, even look at Hamlin back in the day last year with Alex Bowman, and, you know, there, yes, there's been many examples of this situation or similar situation to what Noah Gregson did that has no recourse and no repercussions. Exactly. And that's what I think was going through his head is that, all right, I've watched some pretty damn rough driving this year mm-hmm. and nobody's gotten in trouble for it. This punk ass son of a bitch is only here for one reason. And he's roughing me up a guy that's racing for the championship. I'm going to take care of this crap and I'm going to do it right now. It's, uh, you know, Justice justice exacted instantly versus I don't have a shot at getting him at the next race or the race after that or down the road. If I'm going to show him what's up, I got to do it right now. I'm not saying that what Noah Gregson did was correct. 
in any way, shape, or form, sportsmanship-wise, ethically, however you want to categorize it. But what I'm saying is he wouldn't have done what he did if he hadn't been watching previous incidences at the higher level where there was really nothing done. There was no points taken away. There was no major fines. Yeah, they may have had a discussion with NASCAR about it, but if anybody should have been hammered out of these three incidences that we're talking about, Denny Hamlin is the guy, and I said it during the race, should have been parked. He should have been removed from the race. One time, okay, fine, you're getting even. The second time, you do it again, boy, you're done. The third time, you're out of here. And how many times during that race did he try to literally wreck Ross Chastain? It wasn't just a handful. It was more. It was every time Ross came around for the rest of that race. I'm very irritated that they basically took Gregson out of the championship because of this. They took 30 points from him. He's still won. He's in, the, he's in their version of the chase. Okay, well, I wasn't aware of that. You're right. He's won twice. So he's in their version of the chase. He'll just be on the lower tier of it. 35,000 K. I heard Teresa Earnhardt Miller, um, and I don't remember which serious uh, NASCAR show she was on, but I heard her talking, and the, of course, they're going to, you know, every time she gets on, they're going to ask her about the hot topic of the day. And she's like, We're not talking about this. We're not doing it. We're, we will handle this in house. Dale Jr. and I will sit down with, the, you know, Noah, and, and we will handle but I am so irritated with NASCAR and their selective punishment about depending on who you are. I'm and and I'm I'm evenly or even more kind of surprised that because it's Dale Jr.'s team that they dropped the hammer on this guy. It's more. It's. A lot of, I think if he just wrecked that guy, it didn't take out half the field or whatever many cars. I don't think there was like ten or twelve cars. That I don't got think taken. this would have been nearly as big as it was. But the fact that he took him out the way he did and it wrecked the field the way it did, I think is just domino effect on top of being Junior's car, which is gonna get, you know, and whatever is gonna get publicity. So it's gonna get the name out there. So. I feel like it was a accordion effect. It was a domino effect of who it was, whose team it was, who we wrecked, and the field went with it. I just, I don't think it would have happened if he just wrecked a kid and that was it. But I think the the added factor of he took the whole field with him, pretty much, or half the field, or 10, 10 other cards, I think that's what did it in for him. On top of his, everybody was bitching and complaining. It was still unsportsmanlike conduct. Yes. How many times Tag. have you, over the years, of this unsportsmanlike conduct over Kyle Bush and Kurt Bush and all throughout the years? Let's say even Jimmy Spencer and Dale Earnhardt and Kevin Harvick and all the shit they've done over the years. Come I on. Agree. And Tony Stewart and, like, come on. That's what happens. But like I said, I think it's because he took out. All <laughs> I'm asking for is even handed implementation, yeah, implementation of penalties. And this is, again, I'm not saying he didn't deserve what he got. I'm, I'm fine with that. But where's Denny Hamlin's? I mean, where's Joey Logano's? If you're going to do this kind of crap, or or exact this kind of punishment, you got to be even-handed about it. And I still say the reason why Noah was so... The twofold reasons why he was so aggressive with this kid is, like I said, that guy was only there for one reason. Win the race, get the trophy, get the check. And Noah saw other incidences early in the year where... Things happened and nothing happened to those guys. 
And he's like, well, what the hell? You know, he's not going to be back. I don't got a second chance. Let's boom. I'll fix his little red wagon. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I, I'm not discounting the fact that there was a lot of other innocent bystanders that had nothing to do with this that got involved in it because of this. And I get that end of it. But if you want to go that route and say, well, that's why they nailed him. Well, how many people did Joey knocking Byron into the wall affect? How many people did Denny holding up Chastain affect? Because they saw all that crap going on in front of them. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. they didn't stay in their stride because they didn't want to get caught up in what basically Noah Gregson did. But that that is my itch of the week. I just... I don't agree with what he did. I would rather have seen a fist fight after the track, you know, after the race, that would have been more fun. Yeah. But I understand why he did what he did. And, and again, you take into uh, consideration. He knew he didn't have next week or during the chase to get back at this guy. Mm hmm. He had to wear him or, you know, teach him a lesson right now. And if you watch those laps leading up to that incident, that Karam guy, he was really rough. He was really wearing him out. So, all right, I'll let that go. It's just, that was my big bugaboo of the week. It was, it was BS. On, on several different levels, I'm not giving anybody a pass. I'm saying that I understand why Noah did what he did. What I do not understand is the uneven punishment from NASCAR. That's what I don't get. You're going to do one, do them all. Don't, just because he took out 10 or 12 cars with the same action, uh, like I said, how many races did or race drivers did Denny Hamlin affect with with his shenanigans? How many other people did Joey affect with his actions? Not that Joey and Joey is on the the softer yeah. end of of these. Okay, mm-hmm. I get that, but still, with what happened, it affected you know four, five, six drivers. And their momentum, and and you know, was it Darlington? I uh, think it was. I don't remember. Yeah, it was. I think it was. No, it, it was. But, uh, you know, that was it. The new track they went to. No, it wasn't. Go ahead. No, no. I, I be, if I if it's. But my point is, is if, if a driver gets aggressive with another driver and starts knocking them around, wrecking them, throwing them into walls impeding their progress, whatever you want to call it, or literally just taking them out, they got to be even-handed in in the punishment they're handing out. And I still say that's why Noah was like, hey, nobody else paid a price. (laughs) Bye-bye. Like I said, if if he didn't take out the field, it would have been an issue. Uh, I don't know, man. That was pretty blatant. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was right turn, Clyde. How many times is Jeff Gordon do, when Jeff Gordon did it to Clint Boyer, and then you know, Denny Hamlin did it to Chase Elliott? It was it. There's been many blatant spinouts or hits over the years, and nothing's happened. Is the fact that he took he took out a big portion of the field is what I think everybody was bitching about, and on top of Noah Gregson not really apologizing for what he did either. Very oh no. And I think that's another that added to people's pissed off. I loved it. He's like, hell yeah, I did that. So I think that it was just a domino effect. And like I said, I I just think if he didn't take out the field, it would have been no big deal. What do you think of apologizing for would have changed anything? Well, it helped with Ross. <laughs> Well, but Ross was not only the instigator, he was the victim, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was Gateway, right? I had, I think it was Gateway, the new race. Track. 
It might have been. I don't. I can. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Denny Hamlin was thirty fourth. Yeah, clap down. Cross chance. It, it was Gateway. Still finished top ten. <laughs> Well, um, all right, let's uh, do some <laughs> next week's stuff, and I'd say we about had it. Uh, we're we're pushing our hour here, and we're going to Atlanta, which is basically, and that's what I want to say. We're going to Atlanta, which is the first time we've gone to a track a repeat this year, right? This is the first time we've gone back to a track that we've been to this year? I believe so. So they actually have data on this car, on this new track, so expect everyone to be more prepared. So th like I said, this is the first time they've gone to a track twice this year. So it's going to be... I don't think they've been anywhere else twice. That's what I was just looking. We, there's the Clash and the Daytona. There's California, Auto Club, Vegas, and Phoenix. And then there's Atlanta, then Coda, Richmond, Martinsville, Bristol, Talladega, Dover, Darlington, Kansas, Texas, Charlotte, Gateway, Sonoma. And then the last couple. So, no, this is the first time we've gone back to a track that we've been, this, been to this year for the second time. So they actually have data. Somewhat, it was you know that was in March, so it was a little bit cooler. Oh man, it's hot as balls down here right now. So that is going to be the difference, but they actually have data for this car on the new track. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how different it may be. More prepared drivers are because everybody was like, I don't know, it's a new car, a new track. We don't know how it's going to race, and they had no idea it was going to race like a super speedway. No one knew. They thought. I'm going and doing a little filtering here. Well, the spring race, William Byron won, Chastain was second, Kurt Busch was third, then it was Suarez, Corey LaJoy, Chase Elliott, Busher, Truex, Logano, Bowman. Haley, Kozlowski, Wallace, Jones, Briscoe, Balicki, Blaney, Reagan, Cloud, and then Biffle. And after that, it was Harvick. That everybody else after that crashed. Okay. Who you got for the winner? I'm going to say Austin Dillon. As much as I don't You're not really going to wait until uh, they, Daytona. Okay? I mean, I can still pick him for I, I just feel... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I feel that. I just, I just want to just out of left field, Austin Dillon. Okay. Oh, I need Dark Horse? <laughs> Bubba Wallace, he's 25th in points. I'll take <laughs> Denny, top 20 or no? Yeah. Bubba Wallace finish? Yeah. Okay. I'm going with it. Harvick for the winner. I'm going with Harrison Burton for my dark horse. Danny will be in the top 10. Bubba will not finish again just to prove that his pit crew isn't. How a mad would you be if he switched his pit crew and he freaking wins? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad. I mean, I really wouldn't. Uh, it would depend on the circumstances. Uh, yeah. If it's rain shortened, I'd be pissed. Okay. Uh, if he raced his ass off, was in the top ten all day. The the pit stops were awesome. Um, he didn't wreck anybody or abuse. I wouldn't be mad about that. I would actually come on next week and say, "Good job, thank you." But. I don't think he'll be in the top 20. 
Because now he's going to go out there with all kind of, oh, I got the crew, I got this, I got that, and now it's not on me. Well, yeah, buddy, it is on you. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it is. So. All right, kiddo, you got anything else you want to talk about? or uh, are we per- Not really, but just- there's one new cool paint scene coming out this week. It's Denny Hamlin has a Coca-Cola 11 car. Pretty sharp. I don't know. If I saw that. I don't know if there's gonna be any other special paint schemes or whatnot, but that Coca-Cola Eleven R- reminds me of Dale's Dale Senior's uh, paint scheme at Japan. One that Ross had. Yeah. Back. Yeah, I don't know if there's gonna be. More I got no one. problem with it. It's no? sharp. Other than that, I don't see. Everybody, uh, like I said, uh, join in. Join our Fantasy League. Go to NASCAR.com. Uh, click on Fantasy Live. Search for Burn It Down uh, NASCAR Podcast. Join the league. you got to create a, an account. Make your picks. We're getting ready for the chase here in about eight weeks. And it's basically a clean slate from that point forward. So um, we appreciate y'all. I know there's not a whole bunch of out there yet, but we're building. Slowly. And you want to give your uh, rundown again? Oh, yeah, but it won't be that long. Um, If you guys want to listen on the go, you can go to any audio podcast. Just Honestly, just go to Google and search burn it down podcast and it'll pop up but you can go to rss.com spotify amazon music iHeartRadio, apple podcast samsung podcast pandora or google podcast and listen to us there just search NAS- burn it down nascar podcast or burn it down podcast it will pop up newest one ways there uh wednesday night um sometimes it'll be early thursday depending on if i'm tired or not um but they're always gonna be there at the end of the week and we only do that because what came out this week or today Penalties for Noah Gregson and all kinds of other stuff. So, like, it's because news comes out midweek. If we do this on Mondays, we won't have any news until or talk about until, you know, it's going to be too late. Well, normally all NASCAR penalties and sanctions come out Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. So that's why we do this when we do it. Other than that, no, I'm ready to go. I'm actually looking forward to Atlanta because it's the first, the second time they're back with the new car. It's going to be hot. I feel there's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty crazy race. I'm hoping for at least a pretty exciting race since people are doing our hotter track, super speedway racing. Well, they're saying it's uh Daytona Talladega light. And I, I believe it. And yeah, like it you is. said, it is, it is hot down here right now. I'm only about, uh, I want to say about 200 miles maybe a little less from Atlanta. Um, it's going to be interesting. That track's going to be slick. Uh, so, all right, let's sign off. Thank you again, everybody. Uh, give us some feedback. That's all we ask for. Just talk to us. That see you uh... Yes, sir. Burn it down!